0: It's Warhorse, and you're listening to the Pro Wrestling Shoot podcast. So sit down, shut up, clean out your ears, listen up. Otherwise, Warhorse is gonna rule your ass. This is the fallen of Christopher Daniels, National Treasure, inspiration to children everywhere, and you're listening to the Pro Wrestling Shoot.
1: This is Charlie Haas,
0: and I'm talking to you at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. If you don't pay attention to this podcast? then You know what? You guys can go this yourself.
2: This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot.
0: This is the Bro Wrestling
2: Shout! Here we go again. This is the pro Wrestling Show! Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Bro Wrestling Shout! It's about to get exciting. Bro Wrestling Shout! How long is this gonna last? what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the pro wrestling shoot i'm jesse carter joined with me as always james pinard jr james the fuck is going on man (laughs) what is going on i know the intro is always the same what the fuck is
3: going on kyle (laughs) what the fuck kyle But, but um yeah you'll probably be proud of me i well i i actually went to the movie theaters and i uh, saw bad guys i saw bad guys trust me i go to the movies okay i do not all the time but i do but um yeah i saw bad guys that cartoon movie and i'm what gonna tell you what
0: the fuck is up kyle no what did you say what the fuck
3: dude yep i saw the movies i went to the movies what movie was um, it yeah bad guys it's a cartoon it's by dreamwork it's like a cartoon movie about
2: Pretty much bad guys are animal characters. God damn it, man. Uh, that are... That's all you watch is fucking cartoons or what? Hey,
3: yeah, yeah, i Okay, I'll cartoons, give you Cartoons, wrestling, I watched... and sports. I watched... That's all you fucking... Wait, wait, I watch... Here, we'll give you another one. I've watched Sonic. Damn we... it. I watched Sonic. Sonic
2: 2, all right? That's a if fucking that cartoon. That hey, might as well Sonic. be a cartoon.
3: You didn't like Sonic? Well, you never liked Sonic as a kid?
2: Yeah, when I was a kid. When I was in... Hey, when Sonic, was like Sonic is When I was five, a... James.
3: Hey, believe it or not, that's the most... It it was one of the best movies around. It had I think it had like the record for like most money put in and most money that it got from being in the theaters. I'm gonna go on and the say record. it.
2: I'm gonna go on and say it. Fuck Sonic. Oh, you're crazy, man. <laughs> fuck. Sonic, you can't miss man, Jim
3: Carrey. You're gonna miss on Jim Carrey. Yeah, his last
2: movie. Fuck him too. I lie. Oh, you're crazy, man. You know what you need to watch? Queen of the South. Have you ever seen that shit? Dude, Netflix. I've been, told bud?
3: About I've been I've been told about that number of times. Yeah, it was on USA Network for the longest yep.
2: time. I remember. Yep, Queen of South. Um, I'm on yeah. season four right now. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely behind. You need to go and watch Yellowstone. You need to go and watch the fucking Batman. Fuck Clark Kent. I'm just kidding. to yeah, go it's on, on say it.
3: it is. A, it is on TV. I, 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 remember, I, I remember. HBO Max, dude. Batman. If you need
2: the fucking password, I'll fucking send you my password. I got HBO. I got HBO already. You, already, you I don't got HBO, HBO Max? Max?
3: I got HBO the channel. No, I got the channel. You need HBO Max.
2: There. Is it on the channel? Yeah, it was on the channel. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, next, next week, we're going to fucking quiz you on the Batman. So <laughs> you better... That's not a guarantee, so we'll see. through that whole three-hour fucking movie, and you better love it. Because <sighs> that that movie is I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah, I already know. Me. I already know. I fucking put on peacekeeper, when you were over at my house and you fucking passed out then. This is some bullshit. So.
3: He must have put something in those uh, trillies after we had like six or seven of them or however many. Along with
2: like fucking three <laughs> double shots of Crown Peach. <laughs> double shots. Ended up with a pizza guy at the door. <laughs> That's what's up though. That's how we fucking do over here. But man.
3: yeah, no, if, 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 I'll be honest, you know, I seen this movie and my bread has been bugging me to go see bad guys. So I saw it. Um, it's actually a pretty good movie. It actually, you think of okay, well, like think about it this way: when you think of animals that are like known to be bad, what animals do you usually think that are bad that t- people tell you to stay away from? I don't that you can think of fucking no bears, lions, okay, like okay tigers. Okay, well they had so what they did they had bad characters. They had a snake because you know people, nobody likes. I mean, there's some people that like snakes, but that's usually that the type? one you want to stay away from. You know, it's not an animal. Um, whatever. Same shit. <laughs> the fuck, man. Um, same shit. Um, wolves. You know, you always you never want to be around those. Um, piranhas. Um, shark. Don't want to be around sharks because you know if you a shark in the ocean, well, that's when everyone just stampedes and runs out, which you know.
2: But um, I'm getting a shark tattoo. This movie on me, actually
3: All right, with a go ahead, Mark, and
2: look. a gold tooth. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking awesome. well you do you you do
3: you um but this was a very good movie it it kind of had like when there was action scenes it kind of had like that comic book feel to it okay you know it kind of had my that daughter's, and then my daughter's had,
2: been talking to, are you talking about sonic still no not uh, sonic. I was say, my daughter's fucking no, seen sonic the other day and
3: i've already seen sonic i thought it was good i thought it was good as is. You know, remember remember when Sonic first originally came out and everyone shit on him because the way they did Sonic, the way he looked, very human like. So,
2: somebody call Graham Baker right now. I know that Graham Baker will disagree with this. Get Graham Baker on the line, please. Um, we we need to get him in here so he can tell James what's up on this bullshit Sonic shit. On the on the Sonic, yeah. Well,
3: you gotta leave the Sonic alone for now. So he's not here.
2: <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
3: Yeah, don't worry. There'll be more movies coming around the corner. Um, of course, I there think is Jurassic World. Actual Jurassic movies, World. not
2: cartoons. Jurassic World. <laughs> <laughs> actual fucking movies. Speaking of cartoons, hey, that's an actual. Yeah. Speaking of cartoons, we're going to we're going to Disney. We're going to Disney. Uh, yeah, Disneyland. Disneyland. Uh, yeah, I'll be meeting up with you guys. Me, and, me, and the wife. We're gonna take a little mini vacation in August, the hottest fucking time to go to California. I don't know why she wants to go in August, but. Uh, that's what we're doing we're going in august we're going to go to disneyland for two days uh, and we're not taking any kids which is fucking weird i i guess we're just gonna go <laughs> it's the happiest place on the yeah, yeah. away from <laughs> nah. Mother madness and all the kids
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know hey i gotta go to the convenience store the gift shops you know it's uh I'm trying to go to that it, star it's been a while wars, since uh,
2: the star wars park they still got that shit
3: yeah, they do. Um, I know I went there pretty spectacular. I didn't go to the bar because there was a wait, about an hour wait. In at the least, bar? Or so. Yep, you have to. I've told you this before Disneyland has changed. The last time I went, um, I actually went twice last year. Um, one with a family member's whole family. Luckily, we got in early every time for rides because we had somebody in a uh, wheelchair or a, not wheelchair. Uh, they had to use one of the motorized um, carts. So we got in every time first. They let us go in. Um,
2: But um, no, it's a a different. Wait wait a fucking minute. Wait a minute. Did you just say you went into Disney with the carts? Yeah, we had someone that was handicapped. Oh, okay. Okay. That was handicapped. Good recovery, James. Let me fucking find out that you're fucking stealing somebody's fucking wheelchair to get through the lines um, of Disneyland.
3: No, trust me. Some comedian tried to do that before. They said, oh, yeah, we did that. Can I use them for getting in the rides? You know but um it was hot as hell So you too. just took I your handicap
2: was... friend so you can skip the line. They went on the ride. No, they went on the rides too. No, that's what they I mean. You just him. you you took him. Did you pay for his she... ticket to the park? Yes. It's all coming together. No, now. somebody no, somebody uh, else. No, somebody you heard else it first, did. man. I'm going to have to rewind else. this fucking podcast just so you can hear yourself say, "Yep, I paid. <laughs> I paid for." <laughs> now we know why you paid for him. So you guys can have a fucking free a sh- uh fast pass. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nah. get, get in the rides before everybody else. You sneaky bastard. Now I know you're hey,
3: You know, that's how people are with the pandemic. Hey, let me take my 65 plus well, round in so I can get in first to get all the toilet paper. <laughs> God
2: damn. So <laughs> no, let me ask you a serious was, question. Uh, Is that friend available around uh, August 11th? No. <laughs> so, no, So we don't have to mm, buy pass. No, no,
3: no, no. <laughs> no. No, they live in a different state, so no, it
2: was somebody else's family member. All right. James, um, well, James, we're gonna have to break your leg. So we can I think you'll have to do that. So we can so we can wheel you in the ride.
3: We'll have to rock, paper scissors. <laughs> so have you gotten so any you can sn- go on so you can go at space. Have Mountain you gotten first. any
2: Snickers with the dick <laughs> vein yet?
3: You know, I actually got a Snickers the other day and I told my girl about this and she's like, huh? Who the fuck looks like a Snickers like that? And I'm like, I, I don't know ate the whole she's thing. She's
2: lying if she doesn't. I'm, I'm just telling you. Dude, she, she's I mean, lying. Let's
3: be honest. Did you ever... I never looked at the Snickers and looked at it
2: that like, oh, oh yeah, man, that's a Dick like Vane's. Vein. Yep. No, I never looked at oh, it yeah, that way. Dick vein. No. A delicious Dick Vane. No,
3: nah, I... Still ate it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
2: ate right I did. Hey, 98 cents later. <laughs> 98 cents. <laughs> well, but, um, well, we got a fucking banger show tonight. Uh, we got a uh, couple... I want to, well, first of all, it's part two of Shawn Michaels. Uh, We had a badass episode of Shawn Michaels a couple weeks ago. um, And now we are going to do part two because we just couldn't get through all of it in one sitting. Uh, There's a lot to dissect with Shawn Michaels' career. But other than that, man, I got a cool little topic that I'm going to be bringing up. And we're going to talk about uh, arenas and contracts that come with these arenas for booking Mm. professional wrestling. Uh, Me and Conrad, uh, Conrad Cushman from everything pro wrestling guys, go follow him and uh, uh, EPW show for everything. Anyway. um, Yeah, we had a cool conversation about it and uh, I used to work for a couple arenas, so I know how this format lays out. I'm not sure if it's uh, the same now, but we'll talk about it here in a little bit. Um, Other than that, dude. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, Ruthless Aggression. Did you like the first part of Ruthless Aggression?
3: Oh man, it was very long, very detailed. It's there's so much like, dude, you can fit this whole Shawn Michaels stuff three, four parts. That's how big of a deal it was. Yeah, we're not going to coming back, but no, of course not. You know, but he had a spectacular career. He had two Hall of Fame careers. Many people have said that number of times. Probably one of the biggest comebacks in wrestling. You know, it's it's up there with along with other wrestlers that have done the same. But his is mostly notable just the way he came back and flawlessly kicked ass. And he's still in the wrestling game, obviously working backstage. But still, Shawn Michaels, you know, I know I have always joked around with you when it was, um, I know we're going to get into it, with Shawn and Taker. And I always joke with you of I was always I rooting for Taker over Shawn. And but Shawn is just spectacular. He's what you say he is, Mr. WrestleMania, the showstopper. He's the damn best thing around. The him.
2: headliner. The main event. Mm-hmm.
3: Don't touch the merchandise.
2: You got to say all the fucking, all the nicknames for him, man. Shawn Michaels uh, was the end all be all. There's always a uh, a running gag with wrestling fans and wrestlers. Uh, were you a Bret guy or were you a Shawn guy? Are you asking me specifically? Or are I'm you I'm asking you now. Sean, I'll go. Sean, You're a Sean guy. One.
3: Okay, I'm a Sean guy. Well, what you about got you? to
2: you got to watch Sean uh, on his second run. So you, uh, yeah. But for me, um, when it came to technical wrestling, dude, oh, I yeah, was you definitely gotta give a Brett, Brett guy. But dude, I don't know, man. I I'm definitely a Sean guy. <laughs> like if I had to pick one or the other, man, Sean Michaels was the showstopper. Man, he was he was everything for me. Um, Bret Hart was amazing. With his in ring, but Sean had the total package, dude, and that's the reason why they shot his ass to the moon. It, it's it's
3: I know you brought up Brett, man. It's so sad that he's the only one around to this day alive within the Hart Foundation. It is. It's so sad it is, yeah. He's the terrible. only one alive. And uh dude AW much props. Like this Owen Owen Hart invitational tournament. Dude, it's so spectacular. You got great superstars in a tournament. I'm very like I'm I'm kinda wondering who they're gonna have win for the men and women's. And uh, I know there's talks about it, too, as well, if Britt can go to AEW because he signed a merchandising deal. Yeah.
2: But does that allow him to show up on AEW is the question. He he could have worked that in the deal just to go and honor his brother. So he may surprise us. You never know. I'm pretty sure, though. You know, I know Vince and them,
3: you know, they 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 endure brett you know obviously what all
2: the shit that happened i think it's then, the least that they can do for brett
3: they need to do this for him like hey it's just for a brother like yeah obviously they're not gonna let him be an honor in wd because of the circumstances AEW is doing it i mean he was there to hold the title in AEW when it was first getting crowned i think he should do that for AEW in the all-in-heart tournament which uh we'll find out who is the winner is at double or nothing which uh It has been three, and I mean three freaking years since we had a live crowd for Double or Nothing. Yep. Big, big deal.
2: Wow, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Three years. And this is going to bleed into our next segment, to be honest, um, because we're going to talk about why AEW is capable of running the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, and and the reason why they're not going to the MGM Grand. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Fellas, have you started your spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and your lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung and the global leaders in the the below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle 5 in your pants. Time to clear out your winter bush and join the other 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code PWSHOOT that's promo code PWSHOOT this is exclusive I can't even begin to explain the experience that I've had with the Manscaped products and we're not just talking about the incredible lawnmower 4.0 or the weed whacker we're talking about the deodorant the moisturizer the crop preserver the ball deodorant the list goes on and on let's not even get started on that body wash their signature scents are amazing They smell fresh, you smell clean, and you feel smooth. That's right, that's a hit at the 4.0. You gotta get this stuff, man. Manscaped has the full package you need for spring cleaning this year. The Performance Package 4.0 is the only tool that you'll need to keep your boys looking and smelling like the fresh tulips your partner wants. Listen, to start off your spring cleaning, use the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise, shave on your hedges. Did we mention it's waterproof as well? No need to worry about watering your grass with this tool. Equip with an LED light so you know it'll be a major asset to the new shower routine. Clean your holes and smell the spring air with the weed whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. After cleaning your nose, make sure to get rid of that foul ball smell with the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. The Crop Reviver, spray-on toner for your balls. Keep your boys from sticking to your leg and leave them smelling like fresh flowers. Finish off your grooming routine with the Plow 2.0, the perfect razor for the finest shave on your face. Because if you're using the Lawnmower 4.0 on your balls and your face, You're doing it wrong. Come on, man. The start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Smell oh so fresh and oh so clean this spring and check yourself before you wreck yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PWSHOOT at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code PWSHOOT at Manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life with Manscaped.
4: This just in. Today we've decided to delve deeper into the pending cancellation of popular podcast personality, Mr. Danny Shiznit. Amid allegations of extreme insensitivity and bullying, we sat down and spoke to one of his many victims, Mr. Zaid Al Dujali. This is what he had to say:
5: The shoot report is very, very popular here in Iraq, and ever since Danny Shizniat humiliated me in front of everyone, uh, my friends. <laughs> My friends have been calling me a clown. A dumb ass. (laughs) My boss has been laughing at me at work. Calling me names. And then when I don't do a good job, he threatens me. He threatens, he threatens to bring Danny Shiznit to kick my ass. i go back home to my uh, to my partner the love of my life and even the love of my life laughs at me says i am apathetic pathetic i didn't even know what that word is i had to look it up in the dictionary <laughs> and she says she'd rather fuck danish <laughs> That fucking dumbass clone like me. Daddy shouldn't have destroyed me. Destroyed my reputation. Very
4: strong words and a lot of emotion there from Mr. Al Dujaili. And that's not all. He had more to say on the record. About Mr.
5: Danny Shiznit. So I demand. From here on your program. That you. You put. Danny Shiznit. On. On this spotlight. And. And cancel him. He should be fired. From the shoot report. Because. All he cares about is himself and making fun of his viewers. He doesn't care about anyone but himself.
4: <laughs> very heartfelt words there from a Very emotional, Mr. Al Dijial. Many protesters have joined the strike against Mr. Shiznit and it's getting very ugly. But Mr. Shiznit has planned to go public and speak out against his accusers later today. And you know what? It's sure to let us know which direction this messy battle will go into. One can only hope that justice will be served. This has been Jeremy McCockenstein, Channel 13 News.
2: So, James, me and Conrad were talking uh, a while back, and he was, uh, I I can't remember how this subject even got brought up, but he was talking about um, arenas and territories and stuff like that. And a lot of wrestling fans always say, oh, the territories are dead. Um, No, they're fucking not. And I'm going to tell you why they're not dead. Um, and, And this even applies to independent wrestling, which is Crazy to think about, but it does. So, independent wrestling uh, also deals with territories. Um, Prestige was going to run. Um, I think it was Santa Clara, right? Was it Santa Clara? Or what? 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 The, Which one did they cancel so. that went back to Pomona?
3: Um, I'm trying to think. I know there was a Las Vegas one. They couldn't do that. Um, I think you're right about Santa Clara. Yes, yeah, so Las Vegas
2: was... is another one too. Yes, so Las Vegas. Um, they ended up not running that venue, it had nothing to do with protocols or anything else. What it had to do with is there, these are certain territories that other independents run there and they make deals with uh, some of the venues uh, to not allow any other wrestling to come. So prestige wanted to go to California, show their name. Um, so they ended up making, and this is in fact, this is not fact, but I, I I'm assuming that's why they partnered with West coast, Professional wrestling. Um, Which makes the most sense. Yeah. So they partnered with West Coast Pro to get the prestige name out in the California area. So, um, yeah, they had to. It's good business. It's good business. At least they got to run California. So this is the same for WWE. This is the reason why AEW has not. Run certain arenas in New York City, certain arenas in Texas when they go, and even in Florida, they are not running these big arenas. If you haven't noticed, they're not running the big arenas, they're running yeah. these other venues that don't hold as many people. Um, of course, the, the New York one did hold a lot of people, but um, it's not a video or uh, venue that you would see WWE run WWE right. running Madison Square Garden when they go to New York or they're running. What's that? What's that other arena that they have over there
3: was uh, isn't it like the Nasu Nasu Memorial uh, Veteran Memorial one. I, I think can, that's a Long Island. Yeah, they got um, Long Island. So WWE is um, running
2: the big arenas, right?
3: Yeah, it's, um, it's funny you brought that because obviously I'm going to AEW in June. And they're going to the Forum, which, yep, you know, used to form. be known for exactly. the Lakers. They're not going not anymore. to the Staples Center. They're not going to the Staples Center, and they're going to Ontario, which, of course, that makes sense because of the Bucks, you know, closer would be. So when WWE used to run over here, or they still run, of course, it's usually Staples Center. You usually got the, Anah- the Arrowhead Pond for the Ducks. And um trying to think where else they usually go in California. Um, like, at least for Southern California. I know San Diego, they usually, I think it's Morong- uh it's one of the casinos that usually run for the arenas. And then here comes AEW and they got to do the form, which we haven't had wrestling there in a long time. But of course, you know, WWE's names on that, you know, that's yep. a territorial thing.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, and it's fact too. Uh WWE Vince McMahon is very smart and he knows that there's, there was going to be another wrestling promotion popping up at some point. Um, WWE lost their contract with, uh, with, Madison square garden a a few years back. And that's why WWE didn't run Madison square garden for the longest time. Do you remember that? I do. Okay. So, and that's the reason why ROH was able to step in and run wrestling there because their negotiations with Madison square garden and WWE were, were no more at that point. Now WWE is back in Madison square garden. I guarantee no other wrestling promotion is going to be running the garden. Um, easily
3: not. and, And you know, when the Eagles out after they try to top it big time to sh- make us you know make a mark on their territory like hey this is our arena we're going to do banger shows no one's going to touch this place besides
2: us and Vin- they do yeah vince is a smart guy dude and vince anticipated another wrestling company wanting to run certain venues and they want to be the biggest of the big right they they want yes. to be the show to run the big arenas they don't they don't want any other company coming in, but something tells me that they missed out on that T-Mobile arena in Las Vegas. And somehow Tony Khan was able to get in T-Mobile arena. So this is going to yep. be their first actual arena show, like a, like a big arena. Yeah, that's used for- It's
3: a big, it is a big arena. I've been there myself. You know, I, I think I can argue this because WWE, it was reported that they want to run stadium shows and they want to run at least eight, like in that's a, a, a year span, that's which so is much. huge. I mean, you you got SummerSlam at the at the Tennessee Titan Stadium. Um, they already announced that big one that's in I think it's uh, what is it, uh, England, I believe. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. they're gonna they're trying to expand it, and go worldwide, global, and they push this. I um, mean, you know, uh, we'll see how it goes in the future. You know, I mean, will they ever do it at WrestleMania like in Canada ever again? Because that was a big they probably thing. Will. They probably you will. know. Uh, and there's times where, like you know, like we mentioned, when WWE runs Madison Square Garden, they want to blow the roof off, you know, and they do something spectacular, and you're like, whoa, you know, that gets your eyes on the product. Yeah. Even when AEW and WWE run at the same venue, because it has happened, um, AEW is very fond of doing Florida shows, and of course the all I believe it's the State Arena or at um, Chicago, and they always. Go back and forth with it. There's always comparison of who had the bigger crowd, how many tickets were sold. Um, but generally so, I think W just over this whole thing. Like, we're going to do stadium
2: shows. Yeah, AEW knows damn well they're not going to run stadium shows. Well, I think I that sparked, though, because of this AEW thing. So mm-hmm. um, it's weird. We have money in the bank going to the Raider Stadium. I think the reason money in the bank is being ran at Raider Stadium is because Double or Nothing ended up running the T-Mobile. Of they course, got, and they it's got in a May. Hold of the team yeah,
3: yeah, and I think it's just they're looking at the bigger picture, like what's going to draw more crowding, you know. And of course, I've been to both arenas, and it's obvious the bigger one is the Raiders. Well, one's an
2: arena, one's an arena, one's in a sta- uh, stadium. So it's they're not arenas by any any means. One's an arena, one's a stadium. Yeah, so you know, so there's there's a fucking difference. Uh,
3: yeah, and do I think AEW can run a stadium show in the future? I mean, truthfully, so. I think they, they can. Pro- they, they can, I I think just
2: don't. I don't know. Test the waters, see what I happens. Think, I, I think mean, if you brought, and, and look, this this is what. Uh, before I get into this, the reason why I brought this up is because a lot of people were wondering, well, why in the fuck hasn't AEW been to the West Coast? Why is the why is AEW not come to fucking Pacific Northwest? And I'll tell you why. Vince McMahon has the Pacific Northwest on lockdown. He has uh, in our area, not in yours, James, because you can run the forum. There's plenty of, of, of venues. that yeah, there, there's plenty that of venues you can reach out to. But what I'm saying is, here we only have the Moda Center, and we have the Climate Pledge. That's that's it. That's that's what we have. Climate Pledge used to be, I think it's called Climate. Well, Pledge. it used to be the 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 uh, Key Arena. So. Those t- those two stadia or arenas are the only two, and one's in Portland, one's in Seattle. Everywhere else around here, I mean, we have the Tacoma Dome. And like, what about this?
3: What about the Kraken Stadium? The Seattle Kraken that's, Stadium. That's the climate. Yeah, that's the climate. Oh, is that oh, is yeah. that what
2: it's called? Okay. Yeah. The climate pledge and uh it used to be called the Key Arena. Yes. But that's that's where the Kraken run. Yes. That's and mm-hmm. WWE has that shit unlocked, dude. And so I, there's, the only other places that I can think that AEW could run is if they came to Spokane because I know for sure that the Spokane Arena is not on lock. Does it, uh, does it fit as much as the Moda Center? Fuck no, it doesn't. They can come to Tri-Cities, but nobody knows where the fuck Tri-Cities is, and that's where I'm at right now. We're not one of those cities that everybody knows. Nobody knows what Pasco, Washington is. Nobody knows what Kennewick, Washington is. Nobody knows what Richland, Washington is. Like and I feel like AEW wants to present that, hey, we're in fucking Seattle uh attitude. You know what I mean? Because everybody knows what Seattle is. Hey, we're in Portland, Oregon. Everybody knows what Oregon is. You know, or Portland, Oregon, sorry. But they don't want to go to the towns like Tacoma, Washington, or Spokane, Washington, or Yakima, Washington, or yeah. Kennewick, Washington. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want these arenas because they're really small, for one. Like, Tacoma yeah, is tiny. I, I'm
3: actually looking at these, like, arenas. I just typed in arenas in Washington. Like, there's this one, maybe, you know, Angels of the Wind Arena. It's on an 8,000-seater. That's an Everett. Really? Yeah, there's that one. Okay, well. It looks like, I think it does, uh, I'm just seeing, it's uh, also offering ice skating rink. It does like, I think that's um, motocross, Monster Jam, I think. There's another one here in Kent, Washington that holds 6,500. Interesting. Alaska Airlines Arena, which is 10,000. Where the fuck is that? That is for the University of Washington. So they do basketball, volleyball, Olympics. or I mean Olympics. Yeah, gymnastics. But, yeah.
2: Okay, so these these arenas that you're in, they're though, they pretty have, small. They don't have very many uh, events no, that no. go there. That's of what I'm course, trying to tell you.
3: Toyota Center. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you brought that one right, right? That's the Toyota Kenwick, Center, right?
2: That is Kennewick. Yes. Yep. That's that's right around the corner for me. That's not far. Um. That that probably only fits like what five thousand, six thousand, something like that. Uh.
3: You know what? I do not know. I you've been there
2: before. It's I small. It is fucking small. It doesn't even have an upper deck. It jeez. it's, it's oh, just geez. Yeah. It just doesn't flat have an upper ba-
3: deck. It sounds yeah. Flat it's base. it's
2: got the floor and then it's got one like you know the the one hundred rows. Right. Like that's what that's all it has. There's no there's no upper deck for it. Hmm. though AEW could run there and it would still look phenomenal. I guarantee they can run there and it would look good Easily. on TV. But Easily. I think the the reason why they're holding off, and I'm, I'm not saying that they wouldn't come here. I'm saying that for the first time, they're not going to want to come here. Not here. They're going to want to bring it to the Pacific Northwest for the first time in Seattle. So that brings us to the, the question of you said – do you think that they could run a stadium arena? I think that they can, and I think that if you brought it in the Pacific Northwest or someplace like California where it's high demand, where we don't get to see them very much, I think they would sell it out. I think they I'll, would. I'll throw, this one,
3: I'll throw this one out there because they love, because they did a stadium stampede I think twice, if I'm not mistaken. I could see them doing an AEW show or a pay-per-view, of course, at the Jacksonville Jaguars Arena. They can do that because I know Tony will push that. With his father to do something like that in the future, Um, I'm just thinking.
2: I don't don't think it would sell out in Florida. I don't think it would. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it will. But you know, it's not in high demand. I think. I think that's. I think they're there every week.
3: Think about it. AEW was a company that when it was first being brought, and even your favorite friend Dave Meltzer said this is never going to work. And that's when they run. That's when they ran their first ever show before AEW was thing of what about an independent company, independent scene? And they sold out the show in Chicago. You know, I know it would probably not be the best bet to do it, but I mean, there's going to be a time where they're going to want to run one event in a stadium. It can be a football stadium. It could be soccer.
2: I don't know. Um, there's, they can do some in here in California. They have soccer stems here Look, that I can th- do it. I think they can sell out a stadium. I just don't think that they could sell out a stadium in the, in the arenas that they've been going to. Um, do I think that it's impossible for him to do it? No, fuck. Of course not. If they made it as bit like a big enough uh, promotion out of it, you know what I mean? And promoted the fuck out of it. Like this is our first and possibly only stadium show that we're going to run. Come and fill this bitch up and they promoted it for like a year. That shit will sell out. But I feel like if you put it over here in the West Coast, that shit's going to sell out even quicker. Like I feel like I feel, like, just, I feel like it would sell out, and I feel like it would meet the demand that all the people around here want to see AEW because I, we got fans over here in Washington that that are hungry to see AEW. And I guarantee, if they ever ran like an arena, I'm not even gonna get a ticket to it just because Which, I know I'm gonna fucking miss out on that. It's gonna sell out in seconds.
3: I'm looking at like what was their biggest show, and it was that Arthur Ashe Stadium they did a while uh, like AEW Grand Slam. It was over twenty thousand, and um. I don't. I mean, we'll have to see that. Maybe they have to think out of the box. You know. I mean, I know WCW did that with, of course, um, what was it? Uh, World, what is it? Hog Wild, which I know wasn't that great. You had Sturgis, you had um, wow, Sturgis was fucking. You shit. know, there was an idea. Um, I don't know whatever happened. I know there was an idea of running an AEW in a mall. I don't know whatever happened with that.
2: The Mall of um, America. <laughs> yeah, I, fun,
3: I I dude. don't. You know, I I want to see like I want those theme pay-per-views and I mean, not doing a theme in a regular arena, you know, do it on the beach, do something different, you know, instead of doing the regular arenas. Yeah. Cause know, we get regular, throw in the fairgrounds. WWE, you really want I know to be different,
2: was, stick out and do what you're saying. Like I guarantee it. Like, you it, know, it like
3: good. fairgrounds. I know they were, there was a talk of them doing a show at the fairgrounds. Would how big It would be, it depends what city you do it in, what area. Um, Think out of the box, because I know damn well they're not going to compete with WWE in the stadium shows. Because stadium shows will, will be a big fan base. I mean, we went to the Raiders' stadium; and that thing was filled up. Yeah. Um, you know, so we'll have to see what AEW does in the future. But I say, think out of the box. You can't do stadium shows. Maybe they can, and I could be doubting them. And you know, we'll have to see what happens.
2: But well, one thing's for sure: AEW is definitely growing. Easily. I don't think that that can be argued. Um, Now that they haven't turned a profit, but they're growing. They're definitely growing. And how, how would I say that? Look at the audience. The audience is growing. The demand is growing. Um, The buzz is growing easily. And and the, the promotion is growing. I mean, they, they're reaching out to other countries now. So, I mean, dude, that's growth. That's growth. I mean, regardless of how you, how you shake it. They haven't made a profit yet. I don't care Do what it anybody says. Do it in the says, baseball stadium. They're not. WWE did it long time yet. ago.
3: You know. I mean, yep. try a baseball stadium. WWE, yeah. did, or yeah. WWE did that long time ago.
2: Try try something different. You know, it's not Do even it, a I long mean, time ago. They I just mean, did I'll, one with I'll give Chris. You this. Chris went to I'll, fucking Royal Rumble in the, the Houston Astros. Stadium. Yeah, it was Houston Astros. I
3: mean, I think the biggest thing that, that surprised me is when they did uh, AEW on the Jerry Cruise. That was different because I can't remember doing that in a long-ass time or yeah, even cool. think about yeah, it. that's cool. You know, do something. Hey, let's do wrestling in the middle of the ocean or something. Or, you know, you got to think out of the box. You know, um, I can give you, like, UFC did that when, when the pandemic happened. What did they do? They did it, like, on that Dream Island thing, if you remember. Fight like, Island, weird, yep. Yeah, Fight Island, and that was out of the box, you know. Yep. It, so just think out of the box don't you know don't and I know Tony is going to probably like I do think he wants to do it in the future of doing stadium shows and test the waters you know will it ever happen I don't know if he does do it I think it's going to be a mixed show it could be a New Japan AEW type of show it could be AEW Impact I don't know we'll, we'll just we just have to see how this goes you know because Dudley's really pushing it you know they're they're they're. I mean, they did an Australian show some time ago, um, which was very packed because you know international fans go wild, oh, yeah. go very wild. You can even try this in Canada because I can guarantee you that AEW if you put a show in Canada, you're gonna sell it out because wrestling fans in Canada are very loyal. You know nothing against American fans, nothing against like Chicago and you know all the other places that are very known for wrestling, but Canada is very. Huge for wrestling. And I know you can even do a stadium show
2: there. They haven't touched Canada. AEW has a lot of fucking Canadian wrestlers, dude. Fuck uh, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. You You got FTR.
3: Easily. You can do it there. You can do a show in Mexico. I haven't seen Dudley do a Mexico show in a long uh, long time. Uh, But I think Canada might be the best spot for them. You know, because Dudley's not touching Canada. They haven't in a good while. Yeah, they do regular shows. You know, your Raw, your SmackDowns. Yeah, they, do they, right. had they a
2: do, they still do Raw and SmackDowns over there.
3: Yeah, just they haven't done a pay-per-view. They, they've they been, fans have been bugging. There's always that one fan at WrestleMania, if you know what I'm talking about, that always has that bring WrestleMania back to Ontario, Canada, or Toronto,
2: or whatever. Yeah. So well, they why not they deserve it, man. They deserve it. They're, they're fucking hardcore Trust me, wrestling fans I, over there. Both, Same both, with the UK, both dude. Companies. I, I want to see is is as shitty as it, it would be to watch a, a WrestleMania in the UK just because it would be weird time zone for us. I want those guys to get a UK WrestleMania. I feel like and they deserve gonna,
3: it. I enjoy their fans because they will, if the show sucks or if it's, you know, they will we'll chant their ass off, they will make a show pop. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. used to. You know, I do kind of miss that he doesn't do that anymore. Like, they used to do, uh, what was it, the sh- like, they had a show uh, a long time ago. You watched it, um, Global Warming, I think it was called back in the day, Insurrection, Rebellion. Yeah, yeah. You can bring those shows back. You know, they're, they're trying to do that in there. They had that WWE Super Show in Australia. Well, they did when- announce
2: that they got a stadium show going there, a pay-per-view.
3: Yeah, so that's big news, you know. And I know Canadian fans want their show back, too. They want one show, at least. I mean, I know they get the Rawls and SmackDown, like I mentioned, but give them a pay-per-view. You know, I would be fine if they had a, a WrestleMania there again. I would be totally fine with it. You know, it's a territory thing. You've got to just top each other. You know, AEW, you know, I can tell you, you're not going to compete WWE on stadium shows. Do something out of the box. Do a show on the beach, the mall, the fairgrounds, middle of a parking lot. Do something different, honestly. It it you know held have two I think um WWE tried to do this and it was a failure they had two shows at once at the same time they had one show at one state and one at the other and they tried to air both at the same time disaster don't do that I'm gonna tell you that do not do that but you got to think out of the box when you're you know trying to do something despite WWE because that's just how they are and Tony just do something out of the box don't copy them don't do something that you know damn well is not gonna sell you know. Could they try a stadium show? They can. Press your luck with it. This is a company that was pressed on that, saying we can do it. Their first ever show was because of the box and Cody and all of them, and they wanted to the prove fans wrong. We can sell out a show. And what do they do?
2: They sell out a show, and here below we have AEW. Amen, man. It's time to talk some Shawn Michaels. Enjoy the rest of the show, guys. What's up? This is
4: Emily Young, the leader of the motherfucking Polyampo, and you are listening to the Pro Wrestling Shoot.
0: It's Pro Wrestling's only fully functioning homicidal artist, it's Drexel. And you're watching or listening or doing something with the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Yeah, I can do it. Bang, bang! Shoot, get
6: it? Yeah. Danny Shiznit. Danny Shiznit. Danny Shiznit. Ever Shiznit? Danny, Danny? Danny Shiznit has lit
2: the podcasting and radio world on fire today. He's going to be forced to publicly apologize to the wrestling fans all across the world for being insensitive. The cries have been heard, and they are demanding that Danny
6: Shiznit apologize soon. We are standing by with comments from Danny Shiznit. Danny, Danny, Danny. Yeah, how's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, I do have comments about the events that took place last week. I mean, in all my years of broadcasting and radio, have I never dealt with such outcries. It's really touched my heart. And for the fans and, and, and all of our listeners that have been offended by my actions, well, I just have one thing to say. All you pussies can go fuck yourselves. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not going to apologize. I don't give a fuck if we get canceled. This is the fucking shoot report. And if you can't fucking handle it, then maybe you shouldn't be fucking listening to this. Go listen to some fucking Cocoa melon or something that you fucking babies can digest easier. Because this is not for the fucking weak at heart, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Danny Shiznit. And my final word is, fuck you. Next caller.
1: Hello, oh, Mr. Williams. What? How are you? Have a seat, please. What, what the fuck, Poindexter?
7: Uh huh. what the fuck you doing here, man? Jesse is really tripping, man. Uh, like, uh, I know you ain't my uh, therapist, uh, man.
1: Uh, as I previously stated, Mr. What? Williams, very multifaceted, sir. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be
7: your finger man. management uh, oh, no, therapist. No, 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 man. Fuck that. I'm, I'm leaving, bro. No, sir. No, what? Sir.
1: What you mean? You sit or, I or you won't be on the podcast.
7: Oh, okay. Alright, All right. Okay. All
1: right. All right. fine. But uh, but uh, let me make a phone call.
7: Alright, alright. Look, look, hold on, man. Okay. I mean you did get me out that mess that I was in, you know what I'm saying? So I I, I guess I'll give you yeah. a chance, man. But you've been getting real fucking bold lately, bro. And you you kinda pissing me off, Point I
1: uh I take my job very seriously, uh, sir. Yeah,
7: I can see. So, uh, Fuck.
1: Please, ha- have a seat.
7: Uh, hey, look, before we get this shit started, like, I don't know how many times I got to tell you, man. Fix oh, those uh, crooked-ass glasses, man. Uh, and okay. hey, look at you, man. You you look like you just hopped out of bed, oh, I, man. I, I, I kind of just woke up. Uh, <laughs> and you got food all on your face oh, and shit, man. Fix yourself uh, up. Sorry about that.
1: Well, <laughs> w- well you see, Mr. Williams. That's why you're here. What? Uh, you you have a really bad temper. And,
7: what? Oh hell. And
1: not to mention multiple accounts of violence. I ain't hurt
7: uh, nobody, man. I don't, well, I don't
1: know Jared, what you're talking about. Angry, angry, man.
7: <laughs> man, sit your uh, goofy uh, ass down. Uh, you know what, man? I am going to get up out of here, man. Wait, I, I, Mr. What?
1: Uh, you, you have to finish the session.
7: I ain't gotta finish shit.
1: You, you have a bad temper. Look, look,
7: I don't have a bad temper, all right? Uh, you nerd. Uh, well, People make me mad. Well, well, um, They're the ones with the problem, man. No, Think
1: about it. No, Mr. Williams. What? Uh, as I recall, um, y- your what? catchphrase is, uh, "I'm fucking pissed." Oh. Uh, am I right?
7: Uh, man, look, fuck all that. Like let's, oh. let's get this shit over with man. Like what what you got in mind, Poindexter?
1: Oh oh okay, uh, uh, let's see. Well huh. um, I uh I was once in your shoes, Mr. Williams. Uh what? uh believe it or not, I uh I used to be filled with anger and rage just like you. Uh
7: <laughs> I bet.
1: In in med school
7: uh, people
1: copying my work used to yeah. really make me so angry. Wait, hold
7: on, mad school. You you uh, a doctor too?
1: What? Uh yeah.
7: Huh?
1: Uh Augustus Dexter, MD, duh. <laughs>
7: look, look, whatever, keep going, man. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, well <laughs> uh,
1: uh Shit. well when I was uh when I was in Shaolin Monk training Sha- in, in China. Shaolin uh, Monk that's right. Uh, what the I, I, fuck? I learned the art of meditation, you know, uh, to, to channel my anger, uh, and that's what I have in store for us today. Bro,
7: hell no, nah, man! What? what? What is this, man? You you, you want me to meditate? Uh, nah, uh, nah, 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 uh,
1: nah, Mr. Williams. Look, uh, what? If if you want to keep your position on the podcast, uh, you will participate. I man, fuck!
7: I, Whatever. Let's go, man. Let's go, bro. Okay. Okay, uh,
1: <sighs> right this way, Mr. Williams. Alright, hey, man. What's this yeah, fucking right setup you here? Got? What the fuck? Uh, I'll sit here and uh, you can sit right there across from me. Get these
7: okay. weird blankets uh, down here. What sit the fuck?
1: and uh, right. sit legs crossed. Legs
7: crossed.
1: That's right. Who the, the fuck you think I am? I ain't legs that flexible, crossed, Mr. Williams. I, I ain't that flexible. That's the only oh. way it's gonna work. Ah all right man let's hurry this shit up okay Okay, uh now position Ah, your hands just like you see here Uh, okay okay okay
7: now uh um eyes closed what nah eyes closed no (laughs) no no he's some kind of weirdo now bro like eyes
1: closed mr williams you
7: close your motherfucking eyes i don't want to close my uh, eyes
1: Mr. Williams, <laughs> shit. Uh, okay, all right, that's enough, I'm, I'm reaching for the phone now, oh
7: my god, damn, all right, all right, I'll all do right. it, hey, look, I'm already okay. traumatized about not being able to all see, right, no funny shit, like it. no funny shit, bro, okay, <sighs> all right, uh, come ready, on, man, Mr. Williams, all right, let's
1: go, uh, eyes closed,
7: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: okay, uh, okay, repeat after me,
7: okay, come on, yeah, I'm to
1: fuck.
7: Oh,
1: yeah, i fuck.
7: Yeah, I'm <laughs>
1: Yeah. Huh? Uh Mr. Williams? Mr. Williams! Mr. Williams! Oh, oh shit! Uh, oh
7: goddamn, uh,
1: God, uh, uh, yep. Yeah. Hey, we done yet? Oh fuck. Uh, We we, done done here, Mr. Williams. Uh, You know what? So so much for making Uh, progress on the first day.
7: Hey, that's good, man. I I got a date today. Uh, Ah, fuck. Damn it, pointless. I'm stuck. Uh, I'm stuck. uh, Help uh, me up, bro. Okay. Uh, Sure, Mr. Williams. Help me up. Ah, uh, uh, man. Uh, yeah, I guess. All right, we made some good progress, man. I'm feeling less angry already. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good job. Yeah, <laughs> goodbye, Mr. Williams. Nerd. Mm. I'll catch you later.
1: <sighs> you know what? I think I really need to step it up for next time.
0: Ruthless aggression.
2: All right man, we're going to do part 2 of Ruthless Aggression. We're talking Shawn Michaels, man, the resurrection of Shawn Michaels. This was a huge thing, man, and we left off talking about D Generation X, right? Is that where we yes, left off? Yes, we
3: did. And uh that's just half of the return of his career, and we got the other half exclusively here, and it's very long and detailed. It's stay tuned, guys. It's just a lot of memorable moments, you know, going back and watching these, it's just You know, you're like, wow, I'm glad I was there to watch it, you know, on TV or in person or whatever the case may be. It just brings back the great memories of, man, that happened and you were there to witness that.
2: I want to talk about Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle.
3: What a phenomenal, phenomenal match. It was WrestleMania 21, one that I regrettably. Did not go to. I was much younger. And that was when they had WrestleMania in LA. And I sadly did not go. But it, it's it's a memorable match. It's one of the top WrestleMania app- matches up there. Especially in Shawn's career angles. Um, there's a lot of story behind this. So like typical fashion WWE. They usually have these kind of. like They always tease matches. And I want to see how you think of this. How do you feel when they start doing storylines? At Royal Rumble, you know, someone getting tossed out or just starting a feud there, like a tag team breaking up or something. Or how do you? I feel like it.
2: It gives you it gives you a good two month build, three months sometimes.
3: Yes, it, and so this is how it happens. So uh, Royal Rumble goes on, um, and it ended up HBK, HBK tossed Angle out of the Royal Rumble, and you know, no one's thinking it of the time of oh, You know, he tossed him out. Okay, big deal. Angle comes in. Kicks his ass and he gets and tossed out like you know heel fat heel actions of course, come back in the ring after getting tossed and uh, yeah this is where it all started. So later on um, we had SmackDown we had SmackDown week after that and Kurt Angle did those Invitational's. Um, he did two types of Invitational's. Did you like the Kurt Angle Invitational's? He, he did a, like a three minute challenge. You know can you handle with me three minutes? And then he did the gold medal one. Do you like those? Do you like the challenges it, in general? I, I loved
2: everything with Kurt Angle in this era, dude. It was so fucking good. Like the build of this this match between him and Shawn Michaels. We got the sexy Kurt. Yes. Um, yes. Sensational Queen Sherry came out with, with Kurt Angle. It was so fucking good, dude. Hopefully you have that was, song on play because that is a phenomenal I d- song. I don't. I don't. Uh, did they have that song?
3: It should be somewhere laying around there. So I'll just keep going with this. You know, and it's funny that you said about build-ups. This one was one of those ones that they didn't really build it up. So after Rum Rum happened, nothing really happened. They didn't really um nothing really started until like after No Way Out we teamed this two. So Angle was doing his normal things. Um, you know, and Sean was still feuding with Evolution for the months after uh the month after Raw Rumble. Um Angle beat Nuzio in a uh, invitational match. Then they were doing the number one contendership for who can face for the title, and at the time JBL was on top. He was the world champion. Angle beats Ray, so he's in the number one contender match, and it's against Cena at No Way Out. You know Angle's getting cocky, um, and Cena ends up winning it. You know, and HPK uh, sends him a message like you need to focus on your you know, on your number one contendership, and of course Angle lost. And then um, during a match on a Monday Night Raw, HBK versus Edge happened. It was a street fight. And lo and behold, this is when it all happened. The pieces are starting to go together. And um, Angle started attacking Shawn. And after that, he accepted the match. And that is when WrestleMania 21, just one of the dream matches people have been asking for, was up there. And I know this is one that many women I said do. that I would outdo
0: Shawn Michaels. <laughs> and I proved that I was a better athlete. And tonight, I'm going to prove that I'm a better entertainer as well. Now with me is a woman who turned Shawn Michaels from a nobody to a somebody. Shawn Michaels' first manager, the beautiful, sensational Sherry.
2: Rest in peace.
0: Now, Sherry, we all know that you helped out Sean quite a bit earlier in his career. But obviously, I didn't need anyone's help when I won the Olympic gold medal. But that's me. You up here. Up. I know, I know, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt the, uh, the big party, uh, but hello, Sherry. You know, I have to say, you look you look as beautiful as ever. and. Uh, and that's, that's not true, really, you don't, uh, you don't, you don't, look, you don't look that good. Um, but anyway, you know, <laughs> last week, both myself and all the fans of Raw were nice enough to sit through a retrospective of Kurt Angle accomplishments. So I was hoping perhaps you and the fans of SmackDown would show me the same respect. So here's a little nugget of uh, accomplishments by yours truly. Heartbreak in, Shawn Michaels, the
4: showstopper.
2: Okay, um, that wasn't the sexy Kurt. I don't know what the fuck happened. I think <laughs> they skipped that. Um, yeah, not sure what happened there. Yeah,
3: you keep doing your research there. But I, yeah, I don't. I had just hearing that again about him saying like, Sherry, sure, yeah, yeah, you don't look that great anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> so um because of this feud, this is when Sean started calling himself Mister WrestleMania. Because of this feud, um,
2: so hang on a second.
0: I think I'm cute. I got the no metal. I got the move that makes them all tap out. The angle slam, the angle mock Marty <laughs> still can't walk. I'm just a sexy cur. I'll make your ankle hurt. I'm ankle hurt. Oh, just a
3: sexy girl. I'll make
2: your ankle hurt. Ankle. What, what a fucking phenomenal <laughs> performance! Did she got deeper than was
3: ankle hurt? You had to watch
2: that. He uh, said. He said Marty Janetti. Still can't walk. I'm just a sexy <laughs> kurt <laughs> and that's so just fucking that's good, just dude.
3: one of the times he he uh, started like mocking Sean. Um, the week before that, he did a uh, I don't remember who he did it against, but he did. He fought Marty Jannetty actually on uh on one of the Smackdowns and beat him. Of course, made him tap out. He did on March 10th. Uh, I can't remember what call co- uh, what year it was, but he also mocked him. Did a ladder match for uh, I believe it was his gold medal, and he was just mocking him, going through his careers. And yeah, lo and behold, the hvk Kurt sexy Kurt song, and God, that was so,
2: so good. By the I'm way, he, he also put it in a,
3: he put it in an ankle lock. By the way, if
2: you didn't know that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking classic, and, dude! Um, and then the match, the match was classic. The match. Let's was talk classic. about the match.
3: I had to, you know, I had to watch, I, I I had to relive it again, and I honestly forgot who won the match. I thought it was Shawn that won, it, and it was Angle. I honestly forgot about that. Yeah, Kurt that. Angle won that shit. But the match that people, this, so this match was what many said, they, they put it in the similarities of Brett and Sean. Very similar, very technical angle was, you know, he gets compared to Brett so many times because the way his wrestling style is, being a Olympic gold medalist, you know.
2: I'm going to go on and say it, man. I think that this match right here was Shawn Michaels' best match. It was one of my favorite matches to watch. Yeah, with Shawn Michaels. it was. I'm biased it, though, because I love Kurt Angle, dude. I thought I think he's one of the greatest wrestlers to ever step foot in the ring. Um, and same with Shawn Michaels. These two, it, it was like poetry in motion with these two. They duped
3: it out. It was, if you put it in this perspective, you know we always have a dream matches, dream match scenarios in WWE. If this didn't happen, that would be up there. Of what yeah, if this would definitely be a This dra- would be in the what if series there, if yeah. you think about it. um, Yeah, very good match. Angle won it. Sean did a low bow at one point, you know, being Sean being himself, you know, got to do those reluctant heel tactics here and there. And uh, it was actually Sean's idea to tap out and lose. It was nobody else's idea. It was Sean's, I'll take the loss for this one. Because Sean is very known to put people over.
2: It's very similar to Chris Jericho. Unless they- your name's Bret Hart.
3: Yeah, different. Yeah, <laughs> if it's Brett. Brett screwed Brett.
2: Um, it's not going to work for me, brother. That's and a
3: shoot. So they went back to grill after the match, and they had probably the biggest standing ovation backstage from all the wrestlers. It was a
2: phenomenal match. It was... Did like, him and Hulk Hogan happen before this? Um. Yes, we yes. Skipped, we skipped that. No, huh?
3: that was after cuz WrestleMania 20 let me let me double check my facts but i believe WrestleMania 21 was in 2004 if i'm not mistaken cuz i think
2: Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan was another dream match scenario that we ended up getting and he put fucking Hogan over big he dude. did um oversold the shit out of everything
3: yes this was at, yes uh, this was before Hogan so yeah, um, this happened on April third, two thousand five. WrestleMania twenty one, the Hollywood. Let's stuff. talk
2: about let's talk about that build to Hogan. Yeah, the Hogan one. Um, I know a lot of people, you had Shawn Michaels dressing up like Hogan, being the old hoaxer and hoaxer, oh, breaking his back.
3: I remember watching this. I'm thinking, what the hell is Shawn doing? You know, overselling and all this, being obnoxious, and um, so let's get into it. So how? So the thing was it was icon versus icon. When you heard this match, who were you rooting for to win? Were you rooting for Hogan? Or were you rooting for Shawn? Because I know you're a mark for Hogan. We've heard
2: it number of times. I, I, I was going for Hogan, brother. <laughs> Just of in this one. Of course I can not I d I can't I, I don't know, man. I was I was happy for Hogan's second run. Shawn Michaels was well established at this point. We already knew Hogan didn't have much time left. Um so this one I was definitely going for Hogan. <laughs> but what I seen Shawn selling the way he was in this match. Good Lord.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, and it's funny because this feud started with them. So the buildup kind of started at WrestleMania 21, crazy enough. So um, and this when this feud happened, this is when those memes coming up, that doesn't work for me, brother, kept coming out because of Hogan and, and the way this was. So the way this worked out was this match was going to settle at SummerSlam 2005 at a Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. It was obviously had this icon versus icon. And so Hogan was at WrestleMania 21 and that was when Eugene came out. I don't remember what the reason was. And that is when he got attacked by Hassan and, uh, Divari Hogan comes yep. out. The crowd goes wild, you know, beats the it out good old of, you know, USA versus yeah, Iran. Yeah, yep. it was. Yeah. So the Muhammad Assad thing, yeah, bad timing. So he saved Eugene, you know, uh, your favorite wrestler, by the way. And, um, the following night, HBK gets attacked by Divari and, um, Hassan. So Sean's pissed off. He's like, I want to have a match with the, with Hassan. And why
7: the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Mm, oh my god. Stop fucking lying.
3: Over here sporting that Eugene merchandise in the background. Um so um, yeah, so Sean requested I want a match with Hassan. He get and this was the time that Bishoff was the GM. And so he's like, well, if you want Hassan, you're going to have to beat Divari. He loses to Daivari. So that is when Backlash, which, you know, we want the phenomenal name Backlash back, not this backlash wrestle uh, WrestleMania Backlash crap. Want that gone. But anyways, Backlash happens. And they tell Sean, well, I want a Mac. So he gets told, well, you can have a tag party. So you're wondering who the hell is it going to be? And lo and behold, um at a madison square garden on a raw hogan's announced sean michaels sean michaels um
2: and hulk hogan. hulk hogan dude yeah that turn that turn that Shawn michaels did like the face the the facials that he made with that turn this is what i miss in wrestling it was shocking too because you weren't expecting it um and yeah i gotta clarify it
3: wasn't at a raw it was actually uh backlash was at uh at Madison Square Garden, and yeah, you brought Hogan in, they won the match, and um, that is when Hogan started doing wrestling cameos. he kept coming up, so everything started happening, this is when the incident happened, so Hogan goes on Carlitos Cabana, and they're pretty much like taking digs at Hogan, and then Kurt Angle at one point comes out, and that is when Angle just goes off and talks about Brooke, and that is when Hogan gets pissed off. They're attacking the hell out of Hogan. Sean comes and saves him. Boom, you got a tag match later on. Main event HBK and Hogan versus Carlito and Angle. They win the match, and that is when the world went upside down. You know, they're showboating, they're doing Hogan's, you know, taunting Hogan's poses, poses yeah. you know, going to the crowd, you know, trying to hear him in.
2: Hogan must pose, brother. Yeah,
3: he must do that. Won't work for me, brother. So that is when Sean, once Hogan had his back turned, the super kick happened, and the crowd was dead silent. Dead silent. You can hear a pin drop. It was very similar to when Lesnar beat Taker. That's how big of it was of a deal. And um, yeah, I don't know if it was as big as that, but it it was. was It was shocking, though. It it was was very shocking shocking because you wasn't expecting Sean to do this. You know, we know Sean how he was back in the day, you know, being a heel, you didn't expect him to do it against him and it happened. Okay, and this was so the following week, Hogan or Hogan, Sean gets invited to Piper's Pit, rest in peace, by the way. Um Piper's Pit was one of the best shows around. And he's trying to get all the questions, like, you know, he's trying to get answers from Sean like why'd you do it, blah blah blah. You know, and Sean's like, I I'm the I'm the wrestler that always gives so many damn moments. I want to make a moment every single time I'm out there, which he did, of course. So what did he do? He super kicks Piper as well.
6: <laughs> He's sick
3: of, he super kicks him. And uh, crazy enough, this was uh, Hogan actually requested Sean to be a heel because originally I know and I've heard it from many people they should have just done face versus face, but Hogan wanted to be the heel, of course. Shockingly, why? Because Hogan needs to be up there, brother. Has yeah. to work for Hogan. And yep. then yep, like you said, the famous moment, August first, two thousand five, that is when Sean dressed up as Hogan on uh, Larry King. And dude, the way he was, he was mocking the hell out of him every after every sentence he was saying, you know, you know, I'm the best brother. He was just saying brother at the every sentence, every <laughs> single time you gotta watch it. And of course, what does he do? He super kicks Larry. <laughs> and um he got a lot of heat for the segment, too, backstage for it.
2: <laughs> a lot Shawn Michaels of, doing super kicks before super kicks were cool, man.
3: And then, uh, you know, I know there's like some cringe, some cringe w things, you know, like when they have like an, uh, you know, contract signings or match signing, you know, well, they did a debate thing so they can go back and forth and throwing blows, which they were, you know, hoking through like you lost your smile. He threw in the Brett stuff at him and man, the crowd was going wild for this. You know, and you're thinking, okay, this spicing up a little bit. And then one of the f- best moments that Sean has ever done in Montreal, Canada, and I know you know what I'm talking about, he goes out to the ring, you know, first words out of his mouth, who's your daddy, Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> it's just taunting the fans, yes. Brett Chance. you know. Man,
0: we want <laughs> that's Brett. Heat, brother. That's, that's heat.
3: heat. That is the phenomenal way to do this. I just remember watching this at his so first one. Who's your daddy, Montreal?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that shit is so good. And that is when well, the let's teasing. get into the match, man. Let's, yeah. let's wrap it up yeah. a little bit. Because we got, we got, uh, I wanted to talk about three more matches after this. So.
3: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, obviously no Sean, obviously no Brett comes out, you know, whatnot. And um, pretty much Sean's just going to throw out there. I'm going to treat Hogan just like I treat Brett. And then. And um, then. Yeah, so the word was that they were they wanted to do a best of three. I don't know whose idea it was, and it got scrapped because I don't think Hogan could do three matches at the time. And it was Vince's call to make Hogan win. Um, and to, you know, I know many fans look at it this way. We thought Sean was overselling. According to Hogan, he didn't see it that way. You know, and uh, if you go watch that match, so Sean's in the ring, Hogan's coming out, and it's funny enough. Sean's in the ring and he's doing like a shovel scooping right in the ring. I saw Hogan is coming in. He's just like, <laughs> going to get buried. And uh, what a phenomenal, you know, it was not a phenomenal match. It was just very like, what a clusterfuck, you know. Like Hogan won the match, but it's just the way Sean was overselling. Like every time he tossed him, the the thing that Sean is very known for of going to the corner, flipping over, he was just aggressively.
2: Throwing himself all over the place like a, you know, ragdoll. Um, Dude, you know what? Instead of doing three matches, let's do a part three. You want to do a part three because this is going really long, and there's still so much left to fucking dissect. Dude,
3: it's crazy. we still got a lot to go through, many, and many I, I really,
2: I'm really enjoying talking about Shawn Michaels right now, and I would really like to do a part three so that way we can continue it in a good light. I don't want to rush through it. So of course. Continue, continue talking about of course. Uh, the Hogan. So,
3: um, yeah, obviously they, they had their match, and Shawn turns back to face the, <laughs> the following night. <laughs>
2: It was just a one-time thing, and I don't,
3: I don't know. Do you think that you know? I, I don't want to, you know, badmouth the thing. I mean, it is a moment that you know, Sean. Even though the match wasn't the greatest because of what the circumstances were, do you think they should have been both faces, or do you think Sean being a heel actually was great? I think,
2: I think him being a heel was great because I because it just worked, man. It worked. I think Hogan hit that one on the head, and I think Sean Michaels works really well as a heel. We didn't get to see him too much as a heel except for his first uh run in D Generation X. Um, he was a heel and he he ran a little bit heel during his Undertaker matches, which we're gonna we're gonna finally talk about in uh, part three. But um yeah. yeah, dude, I think I think this is I think this was good. I think this was yeah, the right call.
3: He, and I forgot to mention, so during the when they were in Montreal, they had Kurt versus Hogan. And what does Kurt do, of course? Being the hill, he is. He does a sharpshooter on Hogan <laughs> just to get on the fans. Which I know, you know. Every time Sean goes to Canada, you said Kurt.
2: Oh, they say Kurt. 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 Yeah, you say Kurt. Yeah. Oh, you mean Sean? Sean did the sharpshooter. No, Kurt, yeah. did. They, oh, Kurt, Kurt did. This was Kurt
3: versus Hogan at at, at, a, at a in Montreal, Canada, out of Raw. Oh, so perfect. they weren't gonna do this match, and yeah. Um. So yeah, it was uh, you know. It's one of the memorable moments, you know, whether it was good or bad, Sean still made it phenomenal. And, uh, you know, and I like the building, the build to this, because they started with WrestleMania 21. And you build, you somewhat, you know, mix it in there, and you build all the way to SummerSlam, you know, from April all the way to, I think it was like August. And, um, yeah, it was just, man, this memorable moments. I mean, you get second Kurt, you get Sean dressed as Hulk Hogan, or Larry King. And this is just icing on the cake. There's many more matches we can go through. Obviously, the two parter with with uh, Taker, uh, even his match with uh, if you well recall, the two
2: parter with Taker is definitely how we're going to end this easily.
3: Um, easily. There's one match that I know phenomenally. I remember when they and I know you're not a big fan of our matches. We've 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 established number of times, but do you remember when they had Shawn Michaels versus Cena on a Raw and it went on for an hour? And I think it's like one of the highest star-rated matches in WWE history because it went out an hour. It was actually seen as longest match besides like the Royal Rumble. Yeah, but we'll talk about that. That we'll talk was about at that least an hour. I want to say at least fifty something minutes, and it was just out of the blue. Like, dude, Sean, we're talking about Sean Michaels here. You know, I, I will say this: I kind of wish Sean won one more Royal Rumble. I
2: think Sean should have won one more. To be honest. I would I hoped you I and I wanted to see him win another another title, but um man. Next week we got a lot to squeeze in, dude, because I wanna talk I would like to talk Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho at No Mercy and the build to that that heavyweight title match uh ladder match. Even the WrestleMania match was phenomenal. That was in 2003, and I think that we've passed our 2003 yeah, Of mark. course, of course. So, so yes, uh, that first match we will talk about that a little bit, just building up to the the 2000. And, uh, I think it was 2008. Yeah, I think you're on the right track. Yeah, I think 2008 is when this this match happened. So I want to talk about that, and I want to talk about Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. And I, and I definitely want to talk about the two taker matches and yes. we'll, we'll match those two taker matches in together. We'll try to get through four matches next week, guys. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, and that is still cutting so much out of this.
3: No crown uh, jewel. We're not talking about crown jewel. It,
2: yeah. We're not. No, <laughs> not that's, that. Yeah. Not that. We're not disaster. talking about the third coming of John. Not Michaels. that. That's,
3: uh, that's no, just... not that their disaster match with everyone just looking
2: very aged. <laughs> All right. Come on down, James. All right. I got some questions for you this time. For $100
3: worth of gas. Hey,
2: that's...
3: (laughs) We'll take that. that, That's a lot.
2: I'd take that. That's about two tanks. So here we go, man. Um, When Shawn Michaels entered the ring in the match at the SummerSlam 2002 against Triple H, he was wearing a white shirt with a Bible verse. What Bible verse was it?
3: That's it, Jesus. <laughs> this is the one Jesus. that I knew you would not get. I'm trying to remember. You know, I don't even remember the shirt. I just remember I don't
2: it. even. Th- I don't even think a lot of fans <laughs> listening to this will get this.
3: I don't know. I mean, I would Yeah, take you're it. not going to get
2: it. The answer is... Mm, no, that's the answer. Ph- <laughs> <laughs> Philippian, <laughs> Philippians uh, four. four 13 The actual verse reads, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. I would like to point out that he won the match that night. Sean made a believer out of me, is what this answer (laughs) is. See, I
3: didn't, I was gonna just, yeah, my guess was gonna be something like, I don't know, John. I got another one for you,
2: and then you, you, this one should be easier for all fans. Michaels became the first Grand Slam champion in the then WWF history. Which of the four major titles did he win last?
3: Last four major. It had to be. Wasn't it what you said four major, right? Like Grand yep. Slam.
2: So you had the WWF champion, mm-hmm. the European champion, the Intercontinental mm-hmm. Championship, or the Tag Team Championship.
3: I'm trying to think what was the last one. Wasn't it was the it, last
2: one he won to to get the Grand I, Slam? I want
3: to say tag, wasn't it? Wasn't it tag team?
2: Mm, it was uh the European Championship. And it was at one night only in 1997 that okay. Hbk won the European Championship. He had won each of the other three titles prior of that year. No worries, man. I got one I more question okay. for you. I, you
3: know why the reason I said te- I think because I was thinking of his second coming his career and I was reversing it. That, oh,
2: okay. was last, yeah. yep. that was the last I believe that was
3: the last one he won.
2: Yeah. Well, not to complete the Grand Slam at the time, though. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. Shawn Michaels' first pay-per-view singles match took place at which pay-per-view: Survivor Series, King of the Ring, WrestleMania, or SummerSlam?
3: What for for his second parting?
2: Nope, his nope. It's just his first ever singles match.
3: First ever. What was it? Survivor Series, WrestleMania. What were the other two?
2: King of the Ring and SummerSlam. I
3: don't think it was Survivor Series. single um you know i want us i'll go Summerslam on no yeah we'll go Summerslam on this one i don't know if it's the other two it was uh king of the ring okay that was the damn one Michael's i was first I was pay-per-view singles match on. took
2: place at king of the ring 1988 when he defeated Danny Davis oh God, who in the that? first round of the tournament. Oh,
3: God. I don't However,
2: know. he would go on to lose to Ross, Ron Bass in the next round. Who
3: the hell was Ron Bass?
2: In 1988, brother. This is before yeah, your time. I knew it wasn't Survivor Series. That's a trick series. question. Yeah, I knew it wasn't
3: Survivor <laughs> Series because of Taker. And I know it wasn't Mania, so it had to be either SummerSlam or King of the Ring.
2: All right, guys. Well, next week we are going to do part three of Shawn Michaels Ruthless Aggression. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. Follow us on Twitter at TPWS Podcast. Go subscribe to our YouTube, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, where we're doing live streaming and we're posting wrestling news uh, along with uh, Dark Side of the Ring videos. I know those are popular over on our YouTube channel. Go check them out. Guys, go follow us on Twitch, too, because we're doing a lot of live streaming over there when it comes to uh, WWE 2K22. We got uh, AEW Fight Forever on the horizon, and we're going to be streaming that as well. Um, Yeah, spread this podcast to a friend or foe. I don't care. Get it out there and give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and give us a nice, friendly review as well. That helps us out in the algorithm, guys. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. And support our sponsors over at Manscaped. Use promo code Shoot and save yourself 20% off plus free shipping at checkout. That was delayed. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Jesse Carter. He's James Penard Jr. We'll see you right here next week on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Shout! Hey what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Bro. Wrestling Shout! It's about to get exciting. Shout! Hey, how long is this gonna last? Bro! Bro! Bro!
0: Bro. Wrestling!